Fashion Lab Africa. Real conversations, real fashion. All right, guys, welcome to the Fashion Lab show. Uh, this is the show that dissects the business behind fashion. My name is Liz Ogumbo Regis Ford, and I am here. Uh-huh. I am here back again by Fashion Demands. And thank you for tuning in. Today we are running an exclusive on a brand, a very special brand. Uh, this is a sustainable women's wear lifestyle brand founded with the aim of working with artisans from around the globe uh, with a strong commitment to transparent practices and fair trade production. They're based in California. The dynamic, free-spirited community, the tribe, embraces femininity, environmental consciousness, and holistic living. So, guys, I can go on and on. This guy, this brand is inspired by the ocean, elements of life. Uh, their intimate designs are created with peace, love, and blessings for all the free-spirited around the world, including me and those of you. And obviously, I think this is uh, the day that we're going to unpack more about the brand called Island Tribe which is co-founded by Angeline Haling and Odi Odero. Odi Odero is here with us on the show. Welcome and thank you for making time to join us. Thank you. Thanks for welcoming me and I say blessings. Thank you very much. Who are you wearing? Who made your clothes? Oh uh-huh. my. Well, so today I'm actually, again, I'm all corporate. I'm wearing a Henry Jacobson a tie. I have a Hugo Boss shirt somehow. And uh, um I'm actually Hugo Boss top down. It's a Hugo Boss shirt and, and suit, really. I'm in a suit today. I'm not in a captain. So, yes, I'm Henry Jacobson and Hugo Boss. Gosh, I was going to say you're a stakeholder at Hugo Boss. I, think I mean, you're now you're, you're starting to sound like an edgy and the diesel situation. I don't know if you, I'm sure you Isn't know that, that situation. I, I promise <laughs> you, and that's what we don't. That's what we don't want. But you know what? We receive you with love. I'm just curious. Seriously, you can whisper to me later. I mean, if you're a shareholder, I would love some shares as well. But I'm like, at least make me understand. Make me understand. But it's okay. You know what? Thank you for joining us on the show today, Odi. I'm really proud of what you guys are doing. And uh, yes. And Liz, who are you wearing? Oh, somebody asked me who I'm wearing. <laughs> Today, I look like a little 18-year-old girl, I think. 16. 16. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Star. Oh, girl. But anyway. Anywho. I look a bit 16, but I'm in a dress, and I promise you, we had five seasons today, so this dress was what I had when I felt like it was about to be, it was a heat wave in the morning. Maybe 50 degrees, no, I'm lying, but it's a floral dress, it's a beautiful, simple dress, it's actually not a Liz Ogumbo. For once, I'm not wearing Liz, but it's a beautiful dress I picked up somewhere, and I know for sure, guys, do not worry, I do not know it's brandless. For true, it is brandless, but I know it was not made for $5, for sure. I know, because <laughs> I know how much I paid for this. But anyway, floral, little dress, happy days. Um, Odi, I'm curious now. I want to understand, you know, we live in a very... I mean, as fashion ev- has evolved, the consumer's uh, way of consumerism has also evolved. And another thing that I have also noticed a lot or observed, um, and I also practice, is the fact that I don't really create... Uh, fashion collections based on season anymore. I actually believe in seasonless fashion because, you know, we are dealing with a global village which has so many different um, seasons going on at different times of the year. And uh, I also feel like for me, one of my biggest things is back to sustainability, I think. I think it's a part of our way of being able to have less in my wardrobe but being able to layer up during the winter and strip down during the summer but still have the staple pieces. Do you guys strictly focus on seasons uh, when it comes to your collections? Or do you just create 
seasonless collections? Well, uh, you just got it, right? So this, yeah. So you just got it. So our, our tribe creates timeless pieces, right? So pieces are timeless. So since 2015, we don't go by seasons because uh, most of our pieces could uh, meant to design first to be portable and second to be seasonless. So uh, lifetime pieces. Any of our pieces that you buy, you can wear them for 20, 40 years from now because some of the inspirations actually are like 50, uh, 50 years old, you know? So we just re restructure, reinvent, introduce culture for pieces that could still be worn 50 years from now and have been worn like 40 years ago. So we are lifetime, we don't go with the seasons really we are all season pretty much most of our pieces are and secondly i should come to your other other statement about layering layering is part of the bohemian styling right so as you know this is a gypsy bohemian lifestyle so most of the bohemian life is of course they're wanderlust like we are wanderlust we travel so when we travel we always layer you only adjust your temperament your temperature so if it's warm you layer down if it's getting cooler we lay up. So, <laughs> I feel so like I'm really bored. <laughs> you are Bohemian. That's, that's the principle of the gypsy, a Bohemian, right? So we're travelers. We don't carry much. All we have is what we have in our suitcase, but that can survive us through the entire journey. So that's part of a Bohemian principle. So thank you. You are Boho. Oh my God. <laughs> Guys, I am a Boho. I am a Boho. Okay. I'm a word. Okay. So listen, I really am enjoying this conversation. I want to now get into a very interesting and important part. I mean, everything is important around uh, the brand and how we see it and how what happens. But I'm curious. Now, when you decide that this season we're going to create a specific collection, A or B or C, how do you start this process? Can you just take us through your design process? Are you lying somewhere in Bali by the sea and then like you see some little birds twinkling and then you're like there you go that's that's going to be the new collective or i mean like talk to us about your design process we all obviously have different processes but it's interesting to see what what you're thinking for us who are looking at the pieces it's interesting to see where they were born and where the idea was born and how that's uh that's uh that's pretty much what it is so for the founders <laughs> angelina i <laughs> we are highly, highly, highly inspired by, by meditation, right? So the reason why we're in Bali, Palm Springs, these are high vortex locations in the world and for those listening. So high vortex locations with high vibrations, right? So most of our designing is done in high vibration locations, mostly through meditation and manifesting what the universe brings to you. So yes, it's you could be lying somewhere in Bali or the Gili Islands and that's how the inspiration comes and you decide to adopt a culture, maybe it could be Morocco, maybe it could be the Maasai, or maybe it could be the Tuareg, or maybe just a Roma gypsy uh, inspiration and you put them together. So yes, it's through meditation and then bring the man manifestation of the meditation and when the stars align, that becomes the, the collection. Wow, guys, we are talking to Odi Odera, uh, who is a co-founder with his partner, Angeline Haling, who wasn't, uh, we were hoping she would join us, but she's not here. But we're just really talking and unpacking on their brand called the Island Tribe, which is really a tribe, guys. I mean, it's not even a joke. And I think that it's very interesting. I think it's very rich as a brand. The narrative behind it, the, the, the pillars on, on which it stands are so strong and then when you look at the pieces and you actually enjoy wearing them then it means you've sort of had a whole 360 degree um sort of angle where you've sort of 
you're feeding every single sense you know so i think that that's really cool all right all right guys this is the fashion lab uh radio show uh we are here every week and we're talking to you guys about the business behind fashion important topics that we think we should be touching on when we care about the development uh we care about the economy and we have to do something about it but at least we can start by talking about it but anyway before we move further into this conversation today with this uh exclusive around the island tribe brand uh allow us to plug in and roll over to the fashion alert with mbali entley <laughs> hi everyone welcome to this week's fashion alert i am mbali entley um so today i'll be telling you about how popeyes popeyes is a fried chicken brand do you know about it yes of course we know about oh. it can, can we can i respond how is that linked to fashion <laughs> first of all wh- wh- why are we talking about chicken let me tell you why okay. that's because beyonce launched her ivy park um clothing way so her active way and her colors are basically the popeye colors it's maroon it's your orange it's your white so the staff at popeyes wears similar clothing to what beyonce lo- launched for her ivy park range with adidas so what they've done is popeyes has been very very smart after beyonce's la- <laughs> after beyonce's range was sold out People on social media started talking they started saying um okay these clothes look very very similar to the Popeyes uniform and Popeyes said let us hop onto this train immediately they started offering their clothes online they literally set up an online store they got the employees to dress up in their uniforms and they made a photo shoot that looks very very similar to Beyonce's they put it online and they started selling the clothes can you no, i promise they you <laughs> they did uh-uh. i promise you they literally put it online and they were out of stock in one day so they are actually considering restocking and they want to sell more because that's how well their sales did and Beyonce anything because the Popeyes uniform has I've always been, been there the it's her who just got there now so that's exactly how it is and also the thing is Popeyes didn't even have to copy her literally it's their staff uniform it's, it's their uniform it's what they wear every day it's if you walked into McDonald's or KFC and you saw their staff wearing their uniform that's literally what they've put online and that's what they're selling and this is not anything new because other brands have also done something similar so KFC, Burger King, um Muschino also did something with McDonald's so it's just a way that fast food restaurants sometimes want to reach their consumers by creating apparel so this is what they did and they are leveraging on it but the yeah. proceeds are going to a foundation so it's not actually profiting or making money off of Beyonce or anything like that it's literally for a good cause so i don't know what do you yeah, think yeah but the collaborations that happened like you know the McDonald's and was it McDonald's or Moschino i think or yes Moschino those are McDonald's. those are yeah those like Moschino McDonald's those are like different types of collaborations this one is uh, the first it's a I've weird one heard. it's a very very strange <laughs> one <laughs> i've never heard of this i'm actually I'm surprised and I also thank you for the news. I mean at least you we can It's breaking news you didn't know. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, I I I am I'm not sure. It was very very effortless on their side. They didn't have to do anything. They literally just woke up and Beyoncé had done all the work for them. <laughs> so they restocking right now. It's still it's going to be available online and Beyoncé has not said anything, but some people did ask the Ivy Park representatives 
like don't you think that this is a bit shady you guys have just released a whole range and it looks like something that we've seen before and they just did not say anything i don't know that on its own speaks volumes i don't know about you popeyes and beyonce (laughs) so We spoke about this um, in our last show and I feel like it will be a developing story up until I guess this virus is actually contained. So remember the last time we were speaking about how the virus has affected fashion retailers and just the industry inside China. Well, right now it's trickled outside and the problem is global as already mentioned because what's happening now is obviously it's going to be fall fashion week it's taking place in paris milan london new york and chinese designers cannot make it chinese celebrities can't make it influencers can't make it they can't get their shows on the runways they can't get their models out of the country to actually go and model because there's literally a lockdown there are no flights going in and out of china to some countries and other countries like france the uk the u.s have all basically banned people they've said that they, they don't want anyone flying in and out of china and the u.s so it's literally such a problem to the it's point really that a crisis it's a crisis it went from being in a china problem to being global. A, a global problem so it's, it's going to be a different type of fashion week that or fashion um, week that's actually going to take place this time it's different it's not like anything before there's going to be less Chinese influence there's going to be less Chinese designers celebrities I mean those who are running their brands from Europe or the UK they might be able to attend and show a bit of face but the great mass of China or these influences they won't be able to make it because their staff can't go and work backstage for them like the people can't move they the can't move that people cannot move from exactly. in and out of China to because now people are going to start locking it locking up their their locking up their borders to say exactly. if you're coming from that area what are you saying here are you coming make us sick so it's literally a problem. So it's going to be a different kind of fashion week. But obviously, uh, the Chinese people or the people that are into fashion can obviously live stream the fashion show. They'll be watching it from social media, which is a, it's a sad day. But also, it's going to force them to kind of get into globalization and also just realize power in social media and the internet. It might actually also help. Mm-hmm. There's a silver lining in everything. Mm-hmm, so in true. future, we'll have to consider things like live streaming or watching the fashion show from far or maybe in China they can try and stage their own little Mm. mock fashion week Mm. i don't know but that's basically what's been happening it's a developing story with this coronavirus we'll see how it goes but it's trickling out and it's impacting more than just china and europe and i don't know africa might just be next yeah it's a it's a global we're living in a global village so every everyone is affected businesses are affected and it's not just fashion we just need Mm. to realize that china is going is a giant mm. when it comes to uh, as a hub of of just everything so production yes yes, production textile production retail everything everything they're giants so that's where that stands currently so it will be a different kind of fashion week but we'll see how everything plays out so this next story is actually an african one and um this designer is from kenya shout out to kenya liz So is Muruti Africa's next fashion star? So fashion scouts from the UK who were on the lookout for fresh new fashion have spotted and they know of this gem of ours in Africa, Arnold Muruti. He studied um, in the University of Kenyatta University University, and he's now in fashion and he's also into the bridal wear and wedding kind of vibe but he also does 
other couture and other fashion um, items and garments. So he'll be showing in the autumn winter shows for London, Milan and Paris. So this is good on him. We're proud of him and he's going to fly the flag high. <laughs> Go Arnold. Go Maruti. <laughs> so we can expect to see his work and we could probably go online and see how he did and how that went. From myself and Balente, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Fashion Alert. I will catch you next week. Thank you Mbali for bringing that fashion dose again. She did it again guys. This is how we get to learn what's going on. God, that Popeyes is the highlight. Alright guys, you are tuned in to the Fashion Lab. We are unpacking uh, on this exclusive around a brand called Island Island Tribe. And uh, this is um, uh, co-owned by Angeline Haling and Odiodera. Odiodera is actually joining us on studio today. And um, we're just talking about it. So... I want to move on to the commercial viability of the brand um, uh, Audi. And um, what's so funny is when we were thinking about talking to you, I wasn't even sure. I was like, I don't know what I want us to talk about. But obviously, you will talk to us about what you want to talk about. And then that will sort of drive us. So this is us really, again, living a boho, sort of that freestyle flow where you just go with the flow like dead fish. Well, you know. So I'm really curious about the commercial viability. I'm curious about your stockists. I'm curious about how you guys get from that stage when the final product is finished and ready for market. How do you guys, uh, how do you push your stuff into the market? Who are some of your stockists or are you solely stocking? Are you trading online? I'm interested in the business behind the brand maybe you can unpack that a bit and i think for our listeners who are listening as well uh we have these conversations normally to just you know share information and then whatever you want to pick out of it you can pick but you know i think it's also a great way of influencing how people play and how people do business but we are curious i'm curious if no one else is talk to us about what you feel comfortable opening up on um audi when it comes to your uh business behind the brand from a retail perspective no worries. We are, we are actually an, an, an open brand. As you could see, we are a tribe, so we are open to all our business. So our primary is direct consumer, and our consumer is that's literally our, 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 our tribe. So when we say tribe, is that we do have repeat customers that have been part of us. So if you buy from us, you become part of our tribe because we share the same values most, more often than not. And so we really cater directly to, to our tribe, which is our consumer. And the tribe is global, right? We're all from all over the world. And then secondly, we do have stockists. And uh, remember, we have we also have Bohemian Bridal that we've also been pushing, right? So we have stockists in the UK, in Germany, uh, in the Netherlands, and uh, uh, primarily also in the States. But quite a few stockists in, in Europe and then the Caribbean also because we do resorts. Most of the Bohemian, of course, is travel. So mostly we do have some resorts that are stocking some of our products. But we mainly, we do uh, direct to consumer. It's um, interesting. You're online, right? Yes, we are. We are actually, I mean, from but your your from a retail perspective. Yes. Do you find online. that you? Do you find that with the whole um, digital sort of um, uh, digital movement and the digital presence and the digital sort of uh, how everyone's everyone's moved to the digital side of life? Do you find that you're doing better digitally, or are you doing better from a brick and mortar perspective? What's What's making more business sense for you right now? 
So actually our foundation is tech. So we also do have a tech background. So most of our foundation is we're really tech savvy, looking forward to how to uh, to have a, a how to connect to the world and the easiest way to connect to the world is through the internet and definitely the internet is the world right so we did have an, an interesting showroom called the bali Hut in miami for those who had come to the bali Hut in miami so the bali Hut was quite an interesting experience it was more like a showroom boutique but almost like a spiritual healing holistic place that you could come and receive your good vibes as you shop around or just want to hang around mm. and feel better. So the Bali Hut was one popular spot for all the Bohemians in Miami. And But mostly we concentrate in, um, online and then we're moving this whole movement because we're in Miami, we're moving back home to California. So now we're in the desert in California. And uh, for those in California, you can always come to Palm Springs or Joshua Tree and uh, we can uh, have some good time out there. So yes, we are online uh, and that's pretty much our primary goal. Again, most of our customers are from like Australia or, you know, uh, in Africa. And so online is the easiest way to, to circulate, to reach, to yeah, reach yeah. We have a better outreach, but again, you see the commerce is moving online and the brick and mortar really uh, creates the vibe because you want to feel and touch and mm -hmm. really feel the energy. But honestly, mm -hmm. uh, online gives us a better, a better reach that's our primary outlet so let's talk about your role what is your role and what is angelina's role do you guys find that you you do everything you think about everything together concept what everything like what 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 are your roles do you play the same yeah. roles or that's very interesting so the background that we both have a modeling background so we both have a modeling background. So when it comes to stylists, we're both stylists. Although Angeline takes that. So we are, <laughs> funny, we are so. laughing and because, <laughs> yeah, we can tell it's like, okay, the models have taken over the fashion. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. And, and, and this is important because we, even before I answer that, there's been questions of like, who are these girls? Actually, the girls, it just happens that since we have that background, a certain majority, I mean, a certain portion of our tribe is actually models. So when you go on our Instagram page, the girls are actually the customers. So they're just customers sending back their photos. <laughs> really, so it's just the that tribe. Is, you guys are yes. so like cool. You're too cool for school. My gosh, yes. can I be? <laughs> <laughs> and you are. You are. I can't wait to dress you. You are. And so you're part of the tribe, really. So. That's part of it. So Angeline, you know, we're both creatives, we design together, but then it splits, right? I move to the tech side, Angeline moves to the styling, to the creative side. So we create together and we split at some point, you know, so she'll probably do the most of the operations and also concentrate on most of the mechanical aspects of the brand. So that's pretty much how we split it. But we tend to sometimes do almost the same things, but I could say that she moves a lot because she's also a stylist, right? So Angelina is also a stylist. So she's been pushing a lot on the styling. <laughs> and if, then I'm as if we should be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if you most of us said so I'm now I'm a photographer really I'm also a photographer. So most of our international shoots I would be involved shoot style I would shoot if I'm not there we have other people in the tribe that would do that so yes so that's pretty much the tribe you know I'm, I'm laughing but I'm very uh, proud of you guys and I'm also for those who are tuned in is it's funny how I mean I've got a bit of my my tribe as well have been in the industry a lot of my tribe have been in the industry from when we first started modeling true, and then true, backstage true. 
from backstage sure. you start your evolution process and i remember sitting backstage and looking at all of the ugly clothes and i was like that is who i never want to become you. because i want to become you. the person or the creator who creates all the hot pieces and i remember hating to walk down the ramp in certain brands because i'm just Thank like you. this clothes are bad and i never want to be that <laughs> just so the threads are, threads are itchy ex- on your skin ex- you're not gonna exactly exactly and the things just don't fit and they want to force it you into it and you know when we when we were growing up when we were modeling we were modeling during a very hardcore time where you know the model had no say and you had to just sit there shut up and put on the clothes and walk walk. and just shut yeah and whether they fit or not whether your things were hanging or not whether they were scratching you or not nobody cared and then the evolution of just moving out of that space and getting into styling i remember i also styled i know a lot of people who were modeling some models who also modeling and styling as well then we evolved into you know starting to do a few things here and there some people got into something else i got into fashion design but i did it for myself and then slowly you so i think for me one of the reasons i'm bringing this up for those who are tuned in is evolution is is a, is, a, is a big thing and not everybody have the uh flexibility or the ability or the capacity or you know it's different reasons not everybody is able to wake up and just go to fashion school and wake up and then say now i want to go to music school we don't even have time there's not enough time to f- finish you know f- from an education perspective and i want people to understand that education is not just through an institution education I'm self-taught in everything I do. I know I'm sure that Odi you guys may have similar stories. I'm sure there's a lot that you do that you yes. have taught yourself and it doesn't make sure. you less valuable or less less um you know in a in a worse position than your competitors. So I think for me my biggest thing is to always remind everybody who's tuned in is you never stop learning and you never stop expanding and you never stop building. Never ever. I don't care how because we are doing what we learned. What I learned in school, I don't know where that degree is. I think I sent it to my mom or dad, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm you know. doing but I'm doing me and I hope that you are. So I think this is a really cool cool conversation. Odi, what do you want to add Thank on you. there? But I I, 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 I really wanna, think I want to add in that. I I want to add in that especially you know it's um, having been from a heavily academic background actually um to speak the truth my background is I have a background in medicine and tech. You know that. So um from you are, about- you you've been around the in- you've been you you are <laughs> so, you know and, and i want to share this i want to share this because i have a friend who's a surgeon right now and all his life he wanted to be a fashion designer and he's doing surgery and i don't know if he's listening to this maybe he's not but he will listen to it and i <laughs> So, you know, he's a cosmetic surgeon and, and I can remember these days of being, dealing with... So, actually, this is what I want to bring up. So, the reason why any background and evolution that you spoke about is so important because some of the things I do, I know the human physiology, right? I learned it. I know how the human body is figured or configured. I know how a woman should stand or pause or look. So, I'm using the same medical background to use it in my photography. I can shoot you when you're standing a certain way because I know how the bones are arranged behind, behind the clothing. You see that? Oh my word! Please shoot me! Shoot us! <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, um, and arrange your bones while you're Yes, exactly. So you know, your whole anatomy, you know, your skeleton is, is arranged in a certain way. So a woman looks the most beautiful while she's at a certain way. 
position. So if you know that and you're designing clothes, then you know that the bust has to be this side, the torso has to be this way. And the, so you have to know such dynamics. So I'm telling those listening that if you're in a different profession and you think you have a calling, you want to be a musician, you want to be a fashion designer, yes, you could finish your degrees, but it's never too late to turn around and enjoy your passions. This has been really inspirational. Now, I'm, I want to switch it a bit. I'm looking at the Wanderlust duffel bag here. Where do you guys source your leather? Or do you just, do, where do you source your leather? And then where do you produce this bag? I really love that. That's it's a beautiful, beautiful bag. So I mean, they're all the, beautiful the, bags. It's a beautiful story, actually. It's a beautiful story. So that's a very unique bag. So this leather is uniquely from Balinese hide. This uh, organic raised cattle in the islands of Bali and uh, the and uh, Lombok, and uh, we actually get these hides treated uh, organically, traditional treatment, like the hide at the tanneries, and then we use the actual print of the cow, like whatever they hide, the actual prints of the hide, we use the natural print. So not any of the bags look the same because we really don't disrupt the natural patterns of it. And these are made in Bali, Indonesia, the Bali, wow. Bali Islands. Yes. This guys is a is a beautiful bag, and and I, like I said, I'm looking at just the image and how it's captured can already give me a, a feel of the I leather, because the quality of the story. leather. Yes. I have yes. a story for this bag. You can't walk with this bag in any airport in the world without at least two people stopping. <laughs> wow. Now this is something, and like I said, when you see a picture of something, and you can feel the quality through the picture. I mean, like I can almost feel what it feels like how based on how it's been captured so very good on your photography first of all i'm assuming you're the one who shot that but yes. very good on the detail the brand has so much detail and so many layers that really make it even more beautiful tell me about the calypso bag because that's something i would carry oh my god this is just so crazy that calypso bag even the tribal totes but i have enough of the tribal totes but listen calypso bag please tell us what is this made out of this is so beautiful as well uh, and it's actually, yes. So the Calypso bag is actually, we, we handcraft this was in India. We go deep in India to Goa, because you know, Goa is one of those easier places to, to hang around, especially for all Bohemians. So we make hand make this in Goa, and uh, these are mostly recycled pieces that uh, we recreate depending on the patterns uh, to create this bag. So we make them in Goa, India. You know, this is really, this is really beautiful. It's, and I'm not just saying that, only, yes, I don't, is it, is it, is it, it looks like stone. Is that stone yes, or is yes, that yes, precious, what, what type of stone? Then the, the, the natural stones that are compressed and uh, almost like glass, natural stone, compressed natural uh, stones, then then I cut, I randomly cut into pieces. It's a collage actually, it's a collage of natural stones. And it's handmade, it's all handmade. And uh, actually with very, I could say very almost ancient crude methods because this has been going on in this part of the world for thousands of years. So what we do really, we try to be in cultures that have existed for hundreds or thousands of years because it's been perfected there. So it's just bringing your ideas and trying to transfer those techniques into what you envision for, for your pieces or your collection. So all our pieces are mostly uniquely made and have a story behind them. So that's the beauty of it. So now I'm curious, I want to move on to your bridal wear. Um, 
because of the fact that I have always felt that bridal is something that must be very I'm not in bridal I don't do bridal I mean I do a couple of gowns for a couple of random brides who want random gowns but that's not my expert that's not my uh, what do you call it it's not it's not my okay. yes it's not my area I will do it but yes and I can do it but I'm not I'm not actually interested in making the brides look like brides so my thing was just how curious I was about do you have brides who pick like I want the sleeve of this one then I want the bottom of that one then it's a bridal dress at the end of the it's a gown it's a bride it's yes. your one day for yes. those who are planning to do it once I mean it's a one time thing so do you have petty bride brides that's all I'm asking because like for me I would be bridal is not very easy for me and I've seen it's not easy for a lot of brides as well it's like people want to just look different they want it to be really different and uh, that's what I was trying to find out from you because obviously I see your bridal catalog on there and um, it's beautiful but do you have problems with the brides I think the orders what are you talking about is a bridezilla because everybody asks about a bridezilla <laughs> <laughs> exactly because you know bride, brides are entitled to their weddings and so the moment you get entitled you seemingly you earned to be a bride so you deserve all that it has to do with your wedding and that's only one day you don't want to do it again yeah we do have some brides that definitely got in, get into their fields but to answer your other question so these dresses are actually faded they're graded the fabric is tasted so if you mix two fabrics or you try to patch like three different styles in one then you've created a whole new dress that needs a new sample new fitting new grading new testing so we always try to advise our brides to stick to what we have and have the most minimal changes especially trying to combine two styles into one it takes almost six months to a year to come up to, with these styles because you have to sketch them as you know you have to uh, grade them through sizes and so you already gone through the grading process it becomes very difficult to introduce a new fabric and yeah but together. do you really think uh, Odi, so for us we know that do you really think these people these bride dealers do you think they care about what you have to do because <laughs> i'm sure their question is can i have it yes to explain to someone because they would think see no see if everyone could do that then we wouldn't even have a reason to have first hands right <laughs> everyone could be a designer and it's very easy so it's a gray line with instagram now people really think that they're designers because if you see a photo you know what i mean if you see a photo it doesn't mean you could make it you see because there's so much that goes to fabrics that the tent that some fabrics that you know uh, they, they overflow some fabrics are giving more than the others some fabrics don't move at all and you want a certain flow like the bohemian dresses as you know flow is very very important to most of these dresses so if there's no flow you have to use certain fabrics to be able to get that movement so it, there's more than ghost into this but we try to educate our customers educate as much as possible <laughs> it's all about politely educating and uh, thank god uh, most of our, uh, our tribe is um, due to the what we share as in the vibration it's all easy to communicate it's very good it's very nice um do you find uh the made to measure uh from a business perspective are you selling a lot of that as well on compared to your ready to wear or do you find that the ready to wear is still higher when it comes to your sales well of course ready to wear is easier to easier. distribute and then i could say that 
it's it more, more highly like not it costs less to produce because if I have 10 pieces then it's here and we have to make it but a customer that or that wants um, uh, made to order definitely has value to what they need in a sense that they want this to be made just for them okay so their measurements and all that so just to fit perfectly they don't want to go to too much refitting so then someone is willing to pay more and get that but for us we're really also encouraging made to wear just for environmental purposes and for sustainability uh, practices we are hoping that we don't have to have tremendous stock so that customers should be so think about it. if you have a slow sale where you we don't want to dump these dresses right we want only it's like it was almost like eating right you only eat what you need you don't want it too much you don't want to put too much food in the fridge try to eat uh fresh food and that's also the bohemian lifestyle right we're more closer to nature and trying to be more holistic and that's what we have in our mission trying to live a holistic life we don't want to save and keep too much but we want to have fresh and preserve in a sense that it will last longer but not necessarily keep stock because that's waste we don't want to feel um we don't want to dump this fabric somewhere in a landfill yeah i think and i still believe that consumers are still grappling with this frustrating standard size you know this standard sizing system which is just not standard yes. anymore and also disposable purchases and i still believe strongly that made to measure could be the future of fashion or could this is probably going to be the direction we're going and even it, though it we is. try to stay away from it and we had there was a time where maybe Everything i would say 50 yes and then yes. slowly ready to wear became the thing and then now we've got i mean you look at standard sizing i'm telling you i can put you i can take you to any department store even just here and i can look at size eights i can pull size eights or size so i wear size eight uk i can have 10 different brands try on their size eights and they all fit me different including mine too also fits different so I'm just saying because of the standard sizing and the fact that it's just I don't know what's happened to it but it's just too many standard sizes that are not standard and what happens now is you buy a size 8 like I have to look at the brand if you don't know the brand you don't even know if you want to buy a size 8 or a size 6 or a size 10 so considering the fact that Yes, and you know that's we call it fantasy sizing, right? So everyone mm-hmm. comes to a size four, it's a size mm-hmm. eight somewhere. So <laughs> what? It's it's called fantasy sizing. But what I could tell okay. you is that we do have uh, like our captains are mostly one size fits all. It's a one size mm-hmm. fit, and we've been very successful with those because we almost 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 didn't haven't had like returns in years, like literally. But- but your wine size fits all. I'm, I'm curious about that too because I was looking at the captains too. I'm looking at your captains. One size fits all. When I do my one size fits all here, for example, people just laugh. They're like, are you kidding me? And they're like, it doesn't fit all. And I'm like, well, it fits not all, but it kind of fits all. Listen, there's some big people. Listen, Baba, let me tell you. There are some big people and there are some small people. And if you look at the fact that we're living in a world where you can find a size zero, all the way to a size 20 your one size fits all you know you have to so we have had to be realistic i've been bashed i've got a one size fits all booboo dress i call it the booboo dress i've been bashed on that dress but i'm like why am i getting bashed and i'm even accepting it i will no longer be accepted accepting to be bashed though i'm not I accepting a because I have, a, I, have a, I have a question for you mm-hmm. 
are you really being bashed by your customers, your buying customers, or are these spectators bashing you? Spectators. You see, this Spectator. is very, The ones who are buying have already gone home with it. Very, <laughs> I like that. Is, I like. This is very. This like is very important. Because <laughs> we, we, we've right. also gone through this journey. You know. <clears throat> I, I'm I like, what that, are you? T- I hope, I hope <laughs> Thank you very much. Good. You, you know what? You, you have really that is very profound what you said. Say it again one more time so our listeners can just listen, <laughs> guys. Yeah. Do it one more time. Get your pencil or your pen. <laughs> no, this this is very important because we've gone through the same journey. So you have spectators who say certain things, certain comments, but then you have your buying customers, and what we've learned is that your buying customer deserves it all. Any buying customer that returns, you go on your knees for this person because spectators who don't buy your products really don't support you. So you, <laughs> you see that? Oh, yes, yeah, so that's very it's, important. It's very good. You know, Odie, it's really been great talking to you today, guys. We've been talking to Odie Odera from the Island Tribe uh, brand. Uh, very, very special brand here. Uh, I think very detailed, so many layers of detail and so many layers of, I think it's just such a big, nice story. That's what I would call it. Um, but I really appreciate your insights. I appreciate you sharing with us and us opening up a bit more about the brand. I'm sure more than a lot of you have heard. Maybe you've just checked out their page on Instagram or gone onto the website or bought something. But today I'm hoping that with this information and just being able to unpack this today, that you've been able to have the opportunity to open up your minds and really understand this brand uh, in depth. Um, OG, how can our listeners connect with you if they want to connect to the Island Tribe brand? Well, uh, first thing is to join the tribe, which is uh, mostly through Instagram. It's quicker and you can also go on our website. It's islandtribeusa.com, like the whole world together, islandtribeusa.com. You can also go to Instagram, it's Island Tribe with an underscore. And if you search for it, it has a US flag on it. So that's that's our tribe. And uh, as for me, it's uh, Odie underscore Odero, as in O-D-E-R-O, or Oscar, Delta, Echo, Romeo, Oscar, Odero. And uh, um, join our tribe and visitors, visitors be part of our tribe. We're really, especially out, see, the thing is, I'm really totally interested in what's going on where you are right now and we hope we could have an amazing photo shoot somewhere in South Africa or at least somewhere in Africa because we haven't had any photo shoots in Africa so we'd like to do some work there we've been very inspired lately so that's please let's let's do it Bali will beat the faces I'm just gonna be helping with the styling and everything I'll amazing. probably even perform I'll perform on the side so the girls Bless can you. just sort of groove to the flavor Bring and the uh, we will we will just make the vibe bring the tribe we will be the tribe and we will bring the vibe i know Love right <laughs> so yes so it's i'm very proud of what you guys are doing and uh, i think this has really been a great conversation where do you see the future of african fashion in general and where do you see the future of the island tribe well the future definitely is in africa no doubt right so already there's a lot of inspiration but you see someone once i think i was listening to one of the prior um podcasts that you know africa really is an inspiration to global fashion 
And most people just don't know that. They have tremendous undertones. So if you come to Island Tribe, you'll find a lot of inspirations from Africa. Of course, it's from around the world, but you'll find something very familiar or wordings that are familiar. So I see African fashion is the future. I only pray and hope that organic production that is going on in Africa, the batiks, the paintings, shouldn't die. I was just talking to someone and I hear these are being made somewhere else now. I only pray that these techniques are preserved and uh, yes. then we can make better use of them in future. And for Island Tribe, we see the brand, the tribe growing and uh, definitely we're now a lifestyle brand. So we just hope that we can continue that. And now we also have Island Tribe retreats that uh, we actually are now hosting around the world. We've had Joshua Tree, California. We have one coming up uh, in Tulum, Mexico. So that's also a good way of connecting with the tribe if you just want to travel somewhere in the world. Mm. Beautiful story, beautiful brand. We wish you nothing but the best for those who are tuned in. I hope you've picked up one or two things or you've been inspired in a way or another. Um, and I think it's time to roll over to that different segment. So we are going to roll over right now to the Wine Style Guide. It's time for your Wine Style Guide. Brought to you by Liz Ogunga Wines. Odi, we're going to start with you. Who's your, what's your wine style guide today? Actually, no, Odi, we're going to start with Bali. Bali, what's your wine style guide today? So, so that Odi can think for a minute. Give him, give him a minute. He's just... <laughs> He's like, this man doesn't drink. <laughs> okay, well, actually, since he just said this man doesn't drink, um, I just, I've, I've also been doing my research. So I, I've just realized that they say that it's good if you're going to a wine tasting, I'm back on wine tasting again, to have a buddy. Like a sipping buddy. So, Audi, you can always be my sipping buddy since you don't drink. It's important because you'll tell me when the words are not making the out of my mouth properly. I'm not speaking properly. I've had too much wine and just be like, slow down or have a glass of water. So, that's my wine style guide for this week. Just make sure that you have someone there to <laughs> stop you. when Sipping partner. <laughs> sipping partner. Partner in crime. Love it. <laughs> we'll tell you. Check your, check your teeth. There's some yeah. lipstick on now. <laughs> oh, change your glass. Or go yes. take off your lipstick. It's not working for the glasses. Okay, yep. thank you very much. Bali, we are rolling over to you. Audio, who, what is your wine style guide today? You, you know, one of mine is, I think, and I used to go to uh, Champagne and Burgundy in France. And what I realized I learned is that learn to have fill your glass, pour your glass. And I think it's been kind of an... an it's not cool mm. to fill your glass, and I'm sure some wine drinkers know that, but I so this is very French over how you pour it and at what levels it stands. So I think for for those that are really drinkers, just check on your on how far your glass goes and your size of your glass. So I guess Yes. You know what? It's I'm laughing beer. because I'm very I'm laughing because I'm very proud of the fact that you guys are like you you're not in it like I am or like other wine heads are, but you are picking it and you're mm. pulling it. So it's very good, Odi, you're very right. There is a there is a level uh, of how to pour wine. And there is a way to pour it as well. Mm. Like if your wine is dripping on the bottle, please come get a pourer from me. I'll give it to you for free, please. <laughs> like no drips on the bottle, please. And you know, but anyway. And how the bottle as well. But anyway, that's not my wine style guide today my wine style guide is ask questions is a real thing my problem with people who want to look plush especially our own fashion tribes huh? we rock up into places you get into a wine tasting but because you think so fabulous you want to just act like you know and you don't if you don't know ask nothing wrong with that in fact i think it's chic to ask mm. knowledge is power guys don't sit there 
and mix up your drinks and drink your wines in the wrong glass and make, do just everything in the other way around because you're too posh to ask. You're looking like a clown. Anyway, that's my two cents. Ask if you don't know. Um, yes, that's us. We are rolling onto the Fashion Lab top three today. Odie, you'll drop one. Bali, drop one. I drop one. So that we can happily um, exit uh, the lab. <laughs> because we are almost there. And because we've had such a great time, such a great show and such great insights. We're going to start with you, Odie. What is your, and because of the fact that this is your brand, we will only just follow you. What is your top one? We will do the two and the three. Honestly, other than the vibrations and the holistic living and the sustainability and all that good stuff, I think something that touched my heart when you're speaking today is that there's so many people sitting on their dreams. They want to pursue fashion, they want to be musicians, they want to do all these things that they probably didn't study. I say, follow your dream. And why? Because this year, Island Tribe has been made in the top 25 brands at FIT, which is the Fashion Institute of New York. And we've actually been selected as one of the top 25 brands out of 200 brands around the world going through a program, right? A designing program there, an entrepreneurship program there. So you can actually turn around all your experiences and be somewhere, even if it's not on top of the world, in one of those places that you never thought you'd be. So go for what you love, follow your heart. That's it. Wow, guys, that is beautiful. I thought that think that should have been the, the last the third one but anyway Bali you go I'll go last <laughs> okay oh how do I go after that <laughs> okay um, I think it's the power of um, using what you have in front of you so like you said you were in you were a model and then now you into photography and now you've got your own brand and you never stop going like from what i'm hearing you just keep on going so for me the message that's the one that resonates with me the most is just to keep going and just keep following your dream and don't be stuck in one one place and don't be afraid to not to expand your wings rather so that for me that's my takeaway for today is just spread your wings and fly cool guys today fashion lab top three is not even one word i'm telling you so i'm just gonna go with the with the, with the with the flow <laughs> um i think for me today my top three my three because i'm the number three here is consciousness is really in a nutshell out of everything that the islands that the island tribe represents out of one of the founders who's joined us here odiodero on the show to just unpack a lot about this brand out of the different practices and the different elements or pillars that hold this brand together, it, it, there's no question. It is conscience. It is conscious, consciousness. Consciousness, guys. So I think we just have to be conscious. It's too many things. That's what I'm saying. Just the element of being conscious, the being of being conscious. That's what we need to do. So that's my top three. Gosh, today we're about to cry. Yes. <laughs> it's an emotional show. Guys, you know what? This is, a <laughs> this is the Fashion Lab you are tuned into. We are on. Uh, we hold it down here every Tuesday between 7 and 9 p.m. Central African time. And uh, if you miss us on the Massive Metro radio, you we will catch us on our podcasts. We're on fashionlabafrica.com. Uh, you can also plug into iTunes, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud. You know how to find us. But this is the time uh, that we are about to say goodbye. But we're going to say that with us rolling over to my favorite segments. Who would you want to dress? (laughs) 
All right, guys. One style, not one style guide. Who would you want to dress and why? And we are starting with you, Odi, because you're the dawn in the area oh, today. Goodness. Yeah, I know. You know I know. It's, it's, it's you again. Lately, I've been thinking of Halle Berry. I don't know if you've followed her lately. <laughs> she's become the sister's so conscious. I feel like she's part of the tribe. So some of her flowy dresses, something so enlightening. So I just want to send some vibes to Halle Berry and need to wrap her in some amazing fabrics and just see how she looks and she feels. Hmm. Thank you very much. Bali, who would you want to dress today and why? I never ever say this, I never, but today, after finding out more and seeing Island Tribe, I want to dress myself. <laughs> I want to look like those beautiful models on that website Blessings. and on Instagram. Blessings. Yes. Oh my word. Now, today, I've been thinking about somebody, like you guys have all been thinking. I've been thinking about Madame Alicia Keys, and I think that I want to dress oh, yeah. her in the island tribe because she's got a very bohemian sort of flow as well. She's yes. got this free spirit. She's got this uh, laser fair, but not laser fair to Messy Gray, not Messy Gray. Messy Gray is a different one I want to yes. dress. I definitely have to dress that one on a different <laughs> day. But today, we are focusing on um, um, Alicia Keys, and I think she's she's she she's got grace. She's got elegance. She's got street too, which is what's also so crazy. And obviously, we love her music. I really think she's she's a queen. Uh, but she's very she's so grounded. That's who I want to dress. That's my island tribe, Alicia Keys joint today. And when you finish, guys, if you talk to me nicely, I'll just sing you a beautiful. No, guys, I am not singing. Oh, unless you bring the money, the show is over now. Uh -uh. Hey, sing hey. It. Anyway, <laughs> guys. Guys, listen, I'm singing it off air because the show's over, okay? How about that? <laughs> OG, thank you so much for joining us. For our listeners who've been tuned in, thank you so much for joining us. We're on Fashion Lab AF on Twitter. We're on Fashion Lab Africa on Instagram and Facebook. And we would love to hear from you guys, seriously. This has been a beautiful show. And uh, if you want to also contribute, if you want to share your thoughts, if you want us to unpack something that you feel we're not really touching on properly, uh, you can email us at info at fashionlabafrica.com. Uh, this is where we hold it down and we are sending you love, light and blessings. Uh, Odi, say something else. Something like Odi. Odi, say something. Sign us out. Love and light and blessings. Meditation all the time. And say it if you get a chance. Boom. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> namaste, 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 namaste. 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 <laughs> fashion Lab Africa. Real conversations, real fashion.